0: Good morning. It is a Friday morning, and I am still full from the meal we had yesterday. I hey, can barely hey. move. I'm telling you,
1: I definitely ate those three thousand calories <laughs> worth of food. That's for sure.
0: Man, we. Uh,
1: I think I gained ten pounds. Did you really? I'm not even lying.
0: Yeah. Did you have a big the big family to do? Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: we had a great time. We all got together. We had amazing food. So I like that. We we did kind of like a potluck style. So everybody was assigned their certain dishes. Yeah. And um, I brought mashed potatoes. And you know what my secret to my mashed potatoes is? What's that? Sugar. What? I add sugar. So when I boil them, so I cut them up. Yeah. And then I add salt to the water and I also add sugar. To the how water. much
0: sugar do you put in there?
1: Oh, you know, just you measure with love.
0: No, I don't know how much sugar. How much?
1: You measure with love. Teaspoon? So you could do a little bit. You could do a lot. I probably do a few tablespoons myself. A- tablespoons. But it's to cook them in That's the like water. It's like a whole
0: jar of sugar.
1: And then I drain them. Okay. And then you know whatever sugar's lingering around, it just gives it that little sweet flavor. And really? then you use heavy or whipping cream instead of milk. Oh yeah, they're fattening potatoes. Wow. they make you gain weight, not want to stop eating the potatoes. So whipped no potatoes. cream and sugar mm-hmm. go in your mashed potatoes. Yep, and sour cream. And sour cream in your mashed potatoes?
0: Seriously? Seriously. Wow.
1: I'll have to bring you some leftovers. You better leftovers. bring some leftovers. I feel like you've never had real mashed potatoes Apparently before. Apparently I
0: haven't. You have not. So do you do leftovers? Are you guys uh, turkey leftovers?
1: So I'm going to shock you here. You don't. I don't like turkey.
0: <laughs> That's right, I forgot <laughs> So what would you eat yesterday?
1: A lot of potatoes <laughs> And a lot of green bean casserole And a lot of just uh, there. Were, we had this delicious corn dish It was like a creamy corn with yeah. cheese And oh sour cream I don't know what was in it in all honesty But it was phenomenal
0: Do you like stuffing?
1: I'm not really big on stuffing Oh, for
0: crying out loud You would be the cheapest eater. date ever I'm telling you Patty's I'm a- not a big fan of stuffing either, but I am.
1: I, I like- don't like bready things. Yeah. So anything with bread, it's just a hard no for me.
0: You know what she doesn't like? I put olives. I put black olives in my stuffing.
1: Gross. No, oh, I don't like stuff.
0: olives. I didn't think you would. I do. <laughs> you don't even like green olives that are like garlic stuffed? I and-
1: love green olives. But you don't like black olives? I mean, I like them. I'll eat them like, I'll, I'll. Walk by and pick them off a platter and eat it, but like in a bean dip or in a pizza, anything. It's like they, I feel like it's an alone item. You eat olives you do alone. You, do
0: you put them on your finger? Oh, yeah, little yeah, bulb I,
1: fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I taught my
0: grandchildren that. Yep. Yeah, yeah now they do that all the time.
1: Yeah. And that's I, fun. I put
0: one on my finger and I told Dylan, my, my three year old, I said, here, now go ahead and bite this. And he bit my finger. <laughs> and I was like, Dylan, no. You know, you're just supposed to pull the olive off. <laughs> I bite you finger, Grandpa. Yeah, I know. I know. There goes <laughs> your Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyhow. Well, we hope everybody had a safe one. And if you did some traveling, I hope that you traveled back safely. And uh, we'll be back here in just a few minutes and continue.
1: On KSLM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM.
0: Good morning, nine thirty on a Friday, TGIF. Thank goodness it is Friday. It is Black Friday, and uh, a lot of people are out and about trying to get those those deals.
1: You know what time it is?
0: Yeah, it's around nine thirty one or nine thirty two. Oh my God, you're
1: there. such a turkey! It is. That was yesterday. It is Christmas tree time.
0: <gasps> Not, Not yet. Yes, yet really
1: yeah i have been waiting for this moment for a very long time almost like a few weeks before thanksgiving i was like i'm so ready to tear down my fall decor and put up my winter and christmas decor
0: you have fall decor yes you have winter and christmas decor
1: yes Huh? you don't come
0: over and check out your house
1: you know we got cute little pumpkins and little signs and everything everywhere you know to make it like festive for fall Okay. My little welcome sign on my door, my little scarecrow.
0: We, we we had a reef, but someone stole it. But you know what? We had a reef last year, and it disappeared. My son has an identical reef on his door right now. <laughs> I'm not You're saying like, anything. Now that I come
1: to think I'm of it. I'm not
0: saying anything, but uh, I think that little bugger um, borrowed our reef. Okay. Because it also has that metal thing that you hang on the door there. Yeah. Ours disappeared, too. He has the same color one on his door.
1: Huh. Metal is metal, though, yeah, to be fair. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not when it's blue.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. That was hard to find.
1: That's, yep, he stole one then. I, th- I think so. So, yes, I am ready to go get my Christmas tree and to go so we always go to yesteryear they're out in wilsonville and it's the name of the pump their pumpkin patch and a tree farm and they have complimentary hot cocoa and hot cider and popcorn and then you have they to have, chop
0: down a tree you don't chop it down no
1: do no no that's, i that's, used to i feel like i'm too old for that that's, it's just you yeah, go and pick yeah. it up yep you pick one you out sap that's on the
0: your one. And...
1: yeah keep it easy peasy <laughs> and so we're gonna go get that and then they have a beautiful store as well with a bunch of different decor and so we always pick out a new decor every year at least one i try to limit to one but it's not easy in how that big store. of a
0: tree do you get
1: uh average
0: okay about a six footer
1: i guess yeah okay. probably like five and a half i'd say and, maybe
0: and you decorate with lights and everything oh yeah you don't mm-hmm. go for the fake tree
1: no i like the smell of the real tree Really? Mm-hmm.
0: We uh, A few years ago, after the kids moved out finally, we we did the fake tree. We like it. Really? Oh, yeah, because it doesn't look lopsided or anything. You just yank it out of the box, put it up there, plug it in, and you're good to go.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah. And this year, we've decided we're not going to have a tree.
1: I thought you were doing a little one.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, that's still a tree. All right. You just put a little one up on your, uh, like a end table? Where do you
0: get a little one? Like a... Walmart, somewhere like Yesteryear
1: that. Yesteryear sells little ones. Really, mm-hmm. but they're
0: live, they're real ones.
1: They're real, they're live. I don't know.
0: See, we got the, we have the new dog now, and I don't think he'd do good with the tree. He, he might look, yeah, he might. <laughs> he he very well will. <laughs> and if he won't, I will. <laughs> you know, one of us is gonna initiate that tree.
1: I like the Charlie Brown kind of trees. I do, too. Do you? Yeah.
0: The little homely ones? Mm-hmm. That's those the best
1: They ones. look like they just need extra love, and it just makes me love them
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Good morning. It is a Friday morning, TGIF. It is Black Friday morning. Hey, uh... I want to talk to you about my show coming up this weekend. Okay. It's, it's a show that I, I put together a few years ago, and I'm pretty proud of it. Um, this past week, we celebrated the 59th anniversary of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Wow. And that was always something that I was always just, I don't know, I was always just interested in. Um, there's a, a block comedian. His name is Dick Gregory. And years ago, I was working at a radio station in the San Francisco area, and he was my guest, and he was talking about, all of the conspiracy things about the kennedy assassination and i mean he was he was just saying some some weird stuff that like the casket that kennedy was placed on top of the plane for the trip back to washington dc mm-hmm. was not the same casket that was removed really and i thought okay uh, you know i don't know if to verify I, I don't know but the whole thing was just kind of weird they also said that uh, were, perhaps Kennedy didn't die that day in Dallas because Jacqueline Kennedy was seen going back to Parkland Memorial Hospital several times in the years to come, and they, she'd go up to the sixth floor, which is where he was, and she'd just stay up there for a couple of hours, and then she'd leave. Really? And what was that all about? Okay, so then um, fast forward a few years, he comes back to my radio show, and I said, hey, what about the Kennedy assassination? He goes, I can't talk about it. Go, what do you mean you can't talk about it? He said, like, I can't talk about it. So we went off the air, and I go, why can't you talk about it? He goes, I was told, shut up. Really? And I thought, oh, which made me just oh. want to even think more. Yes. <laughs> now we really need to talk about it. Anyhow, a couple of years ago, I, I my bucket list was always to go to Dallas, Texas. I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see, and there's a museum there on the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository Building, where you can get up there. You can actually look out the window where Oswald was when he allegedly took the shot okay and i'm sitting up there and i'm looking out this window and i'm thinking to myself no way there's no way because the street in front is at a slant and it's a curve and there's no way he can use a bolt action rifle aim shoot three shots in nine seconds and hit his target on a moving target well, that's pretty that would be pretty impressive i'm telling you uh so then we went you're down, not buying it not a, for a minute and we walked uh, over to the grassy knoll which is really close and on, on the photographs it looks like it's further away but it's it's really close there and we walked up there and this guy says hey you want to see where the second shooter was and i go what do you mean the second shooter he goes yeah come here i'll show you the spot and he took me over here and he says right here is where the second shooter was and i says does does the government know he goes oh yeah yeah they know but this is the spot and the second shooter was directly in front which he had a clear shot
1: Okay, so it was
0: the second shooter, not the first shooter. It was the second shooter there. So anyhow, tomorrow's show will feature an interview with um, Lieutenant Jim Lavelle, who was the um, detective at that time handcuffed to Lee Harvey Oswald when Jack Ruby shot him. And it's, it's just an interesting story to listen to him talk. Uh, our own Dan Sheets will come on and talk about where he was when he heard about it. Okay. Obviously, you weren't even born then. But, no. Um, it, it's just such an interesting interview. And if you get a chance, <laughs> tune in tomorrow at 10 o'clock right here on 104.3 FM, 1220 AM, KSL.
2: Good
0: morning. It is a Friday, TGIF. Thank goodness it is Friday. It's Black Friday. What do they call it? What is today called? Yeah, Black, Black Friday, sale Friday, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yep, where everybody goes out there and uh, does their their shopping and stuff. I don't do that anymore because I. I that's what Amazon's for, <laughs> you know. You just buy right. it on Amazon. Um, the song Jingle Bells, it's usually sung about this time of the year, but you know that was originally composed to be sung on Thanksgiving Day yesterday. Really. Yep. Um, the guy, his name is James Lord. Pierpoint, he wrote the song in 1857 and titled it "One Horse Open Sleigh," although they later changed it to "Jingle Bells" in 1959, and it was originally made for Thanksgiving. Huh? I didn't know that. I didn't either. Now we know.
1: Now we know. Hey, can I take a moment, really quick? Please do. Can I? I want to say thank you to you, Terry.
0: Oh jeez!
1: I am thankful. With yesterday being Thanksgiving, I want to say that I appreciate you. I truly have grown to love you and Patty. You guys are absolutely amazing. You have taken a lot of time to teach me a lot about what I know because we're coming up on a year of me being on air. Seriously. I know. I think Seems we started longer. this in January, Seems right?
0: So much longer.
1: You're ruining the moment. <laughs>
0: You're ruining <laughs> because I it. don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Well, you know what? no and 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 back at you first of all thank you very much i appreciate that but back at you you've uh you did had no intentions of going on the radio we pulled you in there and kind of uh you i was i was a
1: filler for one day and then the second day you're like one more time and then you introduced me as your new Mm co-host so i was like okay well here i'm along for the ride
0: but but you know what and and you're doing such a a remarkable job i'm really proud of you i've told you many times but the part that well, the part that pisses me off <laughs> is when we go out there and they go, "Hey, you're Terry Sal. Yeah, where's Amanda? <laughs> She's at home."
1: You've created a star.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh huh.
1: You're welcome. <sighs> <laughs> no, um, I I respect you so much and well, everything that you've that. shared with me. Um,
0: and we're having fun. We that's, are. That's the thing is, is is that we get on there and we just we just we just have fun.
1: Yeah, we're best buds. Well,
0: we're just, we're buds. Yeah. What, what was the elbow thing you just did?
1: uh like a you
0: you bump elbows?
1: Yeah, I guess. We're buds like hey, like I was nudging you. All
0: right. Well, then good. I'll nudge you back.
1: <laughs> um and then I also want to give a huge shout out to our uh producer Phil as well. Um, he he really makes everything go. He round. saves our butt. He does. Um, <laughs> he shows up for us through and through. He makes sure that everything runs smoothly. When it's not smoothly, he makes sure we're back up and running and, and good to go. And so, just I I appreciate you, gentlemen, more than you know. And so I, I just that needs to be known.
0: Well, thank you very much, and, and 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 I will also agree with with Phil. I mean, we call him. I call him up at home. And I'll call him up and he'll go, would you break? And he'll get on my computer and he'll fix it for me. The guy's he's, he's just a walking genius. He really is. But uh, no, it's been fun. And I'm looking forward to going into our second year together. And uh, you're going to start helping me on the Saturday shows now.
1: I am. Hmm. I am. So that'll be exciting. He's me
0: right out the door, aren't you? Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: no, I would never uh, want to. You yeah. are my sidekick or I'm your sidekick.
0: What? No, you just... Okay. Nice try to say that. <laughs> I'm done. Get out of here.
2: <laughs>
0: Good afternoon, Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, on this a Friday afternoon, the day after turkey... I'm still full.
2: I know. Me I'm too. I'm telling you. Me I had
0: too. so much cranberry sauce yesterday, it was not even funny. <laughs> hey, we have a guest in studio. Who do we have?
1: We do. We have Terry, and you are from the CAP program. Do you want to kind of explain a little bit more about that to us? Certainly.
2: Yeah. I... Uh, I am the uh, aerospace education officer for the uh, Salem Civil Air Patrol Squadron, uh, and I'm also the assistant, uh, well, deputy director of aerospace education for Oregon uh, through the Civil Air Patrol. Uh, so I've got the area around, uh, Salem, uh, McMinnville. I go all the way to Tillamook. Oh, wow. Uh, I used to go to Bend, but they brought me back to Aurora instead. You know, okay. So are, are you based out of Salem? Or are you based am, out of Aurora? Or- I am based out of Salem. Okay, or- yes. so okay. right here. At uh, the ho uh, of the, airport here? Yeah, at the airport. We've got, uh, we're in the old weather building, actually, where it is, which is where our headquarters are. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we meet every Tuesday night. 6 30 to 9 o'clock so uh, you know if anybody's out there that wants to come visit us please feel free i would love to have you
0: so what exactly
2: is your job what do you do well my job is to promote aerospace education uh in the central area here uh and uh what what's Aerospace education basically is, as Congress told us in early 40s, it was shortly after uh, Civil Air Patrol started, that we need to interest people in aerospace education. Why is that? Uh, they needed uh, aircraft uh, mechanics they needed pilots they needed uh, everybody everything yeah, yeah. Uh, avionics so we just needed people to to get interested in this so we can have more pilots yeah. so we can have more um uh, uh airline pilots but we kind of like to do the military pilots too right so that's that's kind of the the focus
1: Okay, and this is this is for children and adults, correct?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, my my primary focus, though, is uh, K twelve. Okay, uh, we have three or four programs that we do K through twelve. One of the the programs that we really like is what we call is an AM, uh, AEM, AEM, uh, which is an Aerospace Education Member, that. Is from, uh, we, we go out and go to talk to educators, whether it's formal, informal educators, and we get them joined up, and we have what we call a TOPS program, which is a teacher, teacher's orientation program, mm-hmm. where we'll take, uh, uh, the educator and give them a flight in one of our aircraft, and we'll let them fly the airplane a little bit, and, uh, you know, fly around and see what the aircraft is like and what we're trying to teach. Then we provide uh stem kits uh we we have over forty stem kits that we can uh give to uh free of charge to uh all of the educators and uh it's a it's a great program i've worked with stem kits uh one of my other jobs is i am uh, an s u a s uh pilot okay uh which is small unmanned uh, aerospace uh, small unmanned aircraft systems and we teach that uh and we have uh I, i've got two or three uh what we don't call drones anymore but, but right. we have uh the, the small unmanned uh aircraft uh that will go out to a school and teach uh, cadets how to fly and I how hope- big
0: of an aircraft is that
2: uh, the biggest one I have is probably two foot by two foot okay uh, we 're not we 're not going out and flying predators uh They frown on that in the United States you know they don 't want students out there shooting stings you know so we don 't do prone the uh, the big drones we do right. just the little ones but part of the part of what we do with that is we do search and rescue. Oh, so we have technicians cool. that are students that will come out with this on a search and rescue, and and work with this on that. So, uh, but the STEM, we really really promote STEM. We want um, uh, we want educators to to help us with the aerospace education and to get more people interested uh, in flying uh, and aircraft and uh, trying to get. Uh, the people that actually work on on the aircraft and avionics, so uh, our program, you know, centers on that. Okay. Uh, part of the STEM program we've got also is computer programs, and we also do what what we have is a Cyber Patriot program. Okay. Uh, and we teach uh, K through twelve how to go in and find, detect, and uh, repair. Uh, all of the uh, computer systems that could be hacked.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so you guys kind of cover a wide range of different programs.
2: Absolutely, yes.
1: That's amazing. And so, what's the website if somebody's interested?
2: The best place to go is is what's it's go civil air patrol all one word dot com.
1: Okay, perfect. All right, we
0: are just about out of time on this break. You're going to stick around with us for a few more minutes, and we'll chat again here in just a few minutes.
2: Correct? Absolutely, sounds great. Thank you. Good afternoon. It is Friday. It is the
0: day after Thanksgiving. I'm still full. I'm not going to be eating anything for the rest of the weekend. Right. I'm stuffed. And uh, Terry saw Amanda Smith and you have a guest that uh, we were talking with a little bit earlier. Yes.
1: So I have Terry here with me. So I'm outnumbered by Terry's. There you go. <laughs> um, and we were kind of diving into your K through six STEM program. Um, do you want to kind of tell us what, what, what is the STEM what does that stand for?
2: Certainly. Uh, yeah, STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're pushing that uh, really hard because it's important. Uh, the way technology is going now, uh, you need that. The students need that to succeed uh, after school. Right. Um, in our STEM program, our K-6 through program talks about uh, – Oh, uh, aerona- aerodynamics, uh, what we try to do. Uh, we have programs where we uh, we will take out a STEM kit to first graders that is uh, balsa wood uh, gliders. And we let the, the students build them. We let them uh, fly them. And we tell them what keeps it in the air, uh, the Bernoulli uh, uh, Effect, which is basically you know lower lower pressure uh, mm-hmm. above wings and high pressure below, so it goes up and down. And then uh, for the uh, second graders, we have a uh, a finger rocket. Okay. Now, finger rockets, uh, the STEM kit. What happens is the student puts the the rocket on their fingers and throws it. Uh, And we see how far it goes, and we talk about aerodynamics again and shape and how things uh, will fly. Uh, For the third graders, we're going to do foam gliders. These are bigger gliders. And, uh, again, we start talking about how things work, uh, how the, uh, the aircraft stays in the air, and it also has a little bit more control, so you can move some ailerons or some uh, elevators or possibly a rudder, so we can make the airplane turn right or left or go up okay. and down. Uh, and then the fourth grade is kind of a cool thing. It's called a pocket rocket, and it looks like it's made out of a pocket. <laughs> and what happens with that is is you got a stick, and you put this rocket on it, uh, and and you – Throw it just like you would a you know, stick. Uh, then we get into the fifth graders get to do the powered flight. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, powered flight. You know the big important yeah. rubber band airplanes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so we talk about uh, thrust and how things work on on aircraft and how far they go. And uh, the rubber band is is actually you know a, a power source. We also teach that uh, the the first powered flight was actually a balloon, a hot air balloon. Okay. And you go, hot air balloon? You're kidding. Well, no, the the power from it is the fire that you've got that's actually building uh, up inside the the balloon so it flies off.
1: Okay. So So really quick before we run out of time, how much does this program cost?
2: The program is absolutely free to uh, uh, K through 12.
1: All right. Wow. And then one more time, what's the website to get a hold of you? The website
2: guys? is Go Civil Air Patrol, and that's one word dot uh, com.
1: Awesome. Thank Good you so job. much for joining Good us, Carrie. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.